Ball Talk Daily episode 18. This episode is brought to you by StackWap.com. StackWap.com slash shop. Get that gear. SGE apparel. Get that drip. All right, so first thing we're talking about is the MVP race. This is a blurry one. Very blurry one. Everyone wants to um, throw James Harden up in that MVP race, but... With the fifth seed, we don't know where Houston's going to end up. They can easily go on a three-game losing streak and drop to seventh. They could easily go on a three-game winning streak and move up to fourth. <laughs> so it's like they're not really not – they're not – I don't see them going anywhere higher in the, than the top three or the top four seeds. They're not making the third seed. So – Houston being a fourth seed, James Harden is he, is that really realistic for an MVP? A fourth seed with the usage rate that nobody's ever seen before, attempting like thirteen threes a game or some ridiculous number like that. I don't think, I think he's overly considered in the MVP race. Yeah, he's putting in work, he's single handedly dragging a team, but. You you didn't I don't like if you don't finish in the top three seeds and you have a squad, it's not like you have nobody. You're just kind of using the just kind of his usage rate is just a little too high. And that's not gonna be sustainable in the playoffs, but he has a team. It's not like Eric Gordon's a scrub. Chris Paul's back now. You know what I mean? He has he has a team. Russell Westbrook is getting a lot of praise in the media right now. Yeah, his 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 triple doubles are definitely something to appreciate. You can't disrespect it like Colin Coward likes to. But at the same time, look what the fuck Paul George is doing. Paul George is definitely an MVP candidate. You're a top three seed. You're averaging 28 a game. He's shooting 40% plus from the three-point line. Paul George is definitely an MVP candidate. Yeah, you can appreciate Russell Westbrook's three-point, uh, his uh, his uh, triple-doubles. Three seasons in a row averaging it, that's ridiculous. But at the same time, Paul George is the leader of the team right now. He's putting in the most work. He has the highest plus minus in the NBA right now out of any star. But plus minus is a trash stat. I don't like that stat. But when he's on the floor, the team's putting in work. You got to give him that. Nowhere is LeBron in these MVP talks. And nowhere is Kawhi in these MVP talks. The Raptors are second seed in 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 the Eastern Conference, third seed in the NBA. No no talk of Kawhi Leonard. And the reason why is because he hasn't been playing that much. When you miss as many games and you just sit down for rest or soreness or whatever the hell he's sitting down for, you're not going to get those MVP considerations. So he was early in the season, he was considered. Now he's not. Don't get me wrong when I was saying what I was saying about James Harden earlier. He still he still can be considered in the MVP, but I don't think he is top two anymore. 
I think the top dog for MVP is Giannis Antetokounmpo, followed by Paul George. And Paul George is having one of the best seasons, probably the no, the best season in his career. And I've been heavy on the Paul George uh, praise from time, from before this whole season, from last season. If you listen to Ball Talk, not, not even just the early episodes of Ball Talk Daily, if you go and subscribe to the Blunt Talk with LT page and you can see the early episodes, 1 to 11 or 1 to 12, whatever the hell it was. Um, before those days when I was doing uh, Ball is Life, those episodes, I was definitely talking about Paul George. And even on the Blunt Talk with LT, you can go watch those videos on YouTube. I was talking about how great Paul George is and how he's one of my favorite players. And it's great to see Paul George actually get the respect he deserves now. Paul George for years has been underrated. When he got there last season, uh, when he got to OKC last season with Carmelo Anthony, the chemistry wasn't quite there. Carmelo was taking too much shots. Russell Westbrook wasn't fully being deferential to them. Well, he was, but it just it was a weird mix. It didn't work with Carmelo and the squad they had last year. They they made it work to an extent, but to, for them to lose to Utah in the first round, that wouldn't happen this year. If they play Utah the, this year, the first round, they'll beat Utah in five. Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Jeremy Grant, Stephen Adams, Dennis Schroeder, these niggas ain't playing with these niggas anymore. They ain't playing anymore. OKC's here. It's horrible to see me repping OKC right now. That's so you know it's so depressed. It's so depressing when it comes to Lakers Nation and LeBron and them niggas. They're playing the Hawks tonight. This episode will probably be out just before the game starts. I don't. If you lose to the Hawks, this is over. You drop below five hundred. You're so far out of the like. This is it'll be pathetic. They're on the road, but if I, I don't know if they're on the road, I think they're on the road. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. You lose to the Hawks, it is a wrap. Just sit LeBron for the rest of the season. Call it a year. You guys are trash. If you lose to the Hawks and go into this, you know, to this All Star break. Very scary times for the Lakers. I said this a lot last episode, but nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. The only thing is Sacramento looks like they're ready, and it's not like they're competing with the Clippers anymore. The Clippers are in ninth. Sacramento's in eighth, and Sacramento looks like a playoff team. The Lakers looked like a playoff team earlier in the season before all the injuries. If they never had injuries, if they never had injuries, Alonzo Ball's still out. I don't see that making much of a difference. As long as, long as LeBron is 100% and Kuzma is 100%, they have no excuses for these losses. And LeBron needs to be a lot more aggressive. But the problem, they like to say Kyle Kuzma is great with LeBron. I even like to say that. But it's great for Kyle Kuzma, not the greatest for LeBron sometimes. Sometimes LeBron needs the ball back and he tries to do some give and go shit. And Kyle Kuzma is just too quick to just release, release, release. He just shoots too much sometimes. Too early in the clock, he's just letting go. Doesn't always get back on defense when he's the one to take the shot. There's problems with Kyle Kuzma's game when it comes to meshing with LeBron. I just didn't want to see LeBron hog. I want to see LeBron do what James Harden's doing. When he hogged last year on Cleveland, man, no one's no one's beating Cleveland. 
in the season or in the playoffs until they met Golden State with LeBron Hogan. Bring them to a game seven. Doesn't matter. Take the lead three, two. Doesn't matter. LeBron hogging the ball. Nigga, that shit. Putting up 40, 50 a game. Damn near triple doubles. Shooting 55% plus. In those playoff games, he was putting work from the three. He can shoot from damn near the local in any fucking gym. So it's like. LeBron just needs to get back to 100% because he's not even considered in the MVP talks. I don't know what the hell's going to happen with the All-NBA vote. If he doesn't have a ridiculous end of the season and bring the Lakers into a nice, comfortable playoff spot, who knows, his his All-NBA first team might be in jeopardy for the first time in forever because you have too many motherfuckers at that position. In the front court, in that small forward position, you got... I don't know if they want to put Giannis at small forward, but he is a small forward. You have Paul George. You have Kevin Durant. You have, you know, LeBron. But Paul George is having the one, one of his best. They well, not one of the best season of his career. And his stats are pretty much better than KD's right now. KD has a higher shooting percentage from the field because he's an inside player. Uh, Paul George shooting better from three. But their stats are comparable. If Paul George is MVP and KD's stats are comparable to him and he's not even in the MVP runnings, that's so you know that the All-NBA, that shit is going to be super crowded. The only reason why KD is not in the, the MVP race is because he has Steph on his team. And Steph should be in the MVP race. It's too much too much gunners on their team. The team is too stacked. It takes away from your individual accolades when your team is that stacked. Yikes. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. They're only a fourth seed, as good as they are. Indiana's still holding off without um without Victor Oladipo. Oladipo, they still might finish in the top four. This is insane. Kyrie Irving's injured again. Boston is in shambles. They're not going to drop seeds because the distance between five and six is seven games. They ain't, they ain't going nowhere. They ain't moving up on Philly, but they ain't going down. They're staying, they're staying in that fifth seed, Kyrie Irving or not. But it just sucks. His, knee, his same knee that he had surgery on earlier this season – Blew it out again. Kyrie's future might be in jeopardy with all these knee injuries. How sustainable is that knee? He had a rod in place, uh, um, a uh, rod surgically, you know, inserted in his knee where they took out a piece from his prior surgeries. His knee is all the way fucked up. He didn't even injure it like hitting somebody falling down. It was moving around the screen. And he took a step awkwardly and his knee buckled and it was just like, what happened? Like his knee is super fucked. He, jeez, uh, he might sit down again. I don't know how deep this injury is. I, I didn't get the injury report yet, but I don't know, man. It's not looking good for him. I hope he doesn't miss another playoffs because that that Boston's not going to win anything. And I want to see Boston at full health 
play the Sixers or play the Raptors or I don't want to be robbed of any of the spectacle that's going to happen in the NBA playoffs this year, especially in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference is up for grabs, literally, because every year watching it, you go, I'm a LeBron fan. I always went for LeBron, but I always knew LeBron was going to make the finals. So it wasn't really like, okay, the Eastern Conference or the Eastern playoffs or anything. It's like, who cares? Let's skip to the finals. It was always just watching the West and enjoying the East. This time we got a good one. Ball Talk Daily, episode 18, stackwap.com.